Hey everyone, welcome to the Fredo and Ron's Nameless Podcast. It's me, your host, Fredo, and my other host, so Ron. 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 <laughs> Ron. How's it going, everybody? How's it going, bro? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Finally got my new tooth. Yes. Yes. Uh, as our podcast season started off, I talked about how I lost a tooth and I officially have my permanent crown. Yes, everybody, so saw, everybody saw that beautiful picture on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot to post it on Twitter. How's everything with you, bro? How's everything? Good, good. Um, Just just maintaining, man. It's pretty cold. It was pretty cold today, 13 degrees. Yeah, today's break. Was... Like, right now, I have the window open, and I noticed I, – I just I was curious to see how cold it was. And it feels like oh, three no. degrees right now. Oh, my God. No, it was – I went to work this morning, and I think it was like – 12 degrees feels like six or something. It was windy yeah, as hell. It was tough. Yeah, other, like, other than that, no good, man. Other than the freezing cold. Yeah, it's good to hear. I mean, prayers to everyone that's like sleeping outside, to people, animals. Uh, all man, it's yeah, it's scary to think about. It is. It's like feeling the cold air. Like, that's spending a whole night out there, a whole day, It's that's tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Um, but on some like brighter news, I mean, you and me have been talking about this. This actually started off from last week's episode when we had Jazz on the on the podcast. Yes. And you know, we're, we're trying to be more creative with our podcast and just thinking about like what to do, thoughts, just ideas, and I mean, just to keep keep it loose with you guys, when um be vague. It's just we're working on something that's going to come up in a few weeks. Hopefully sometime like later ne- next month that we can just get multiple people on, different fans, and just have some like heated debates and discussions with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just trying to get more fun with it. Something yes. that's different, especially for podcasting. Yeah, something, something unique, something fun, something that we feel is fresh. Um Especially for a season two, this is uh, like you said, this season two, like like to spice it up a bit, probably get some new faces as guests here, and yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this particular episode that we're gonna shoot. Like you said, that's gonna be hopefully the end ending of February we're aiming for, but yeah, you yeah. guys should definitely look out for that. That's yeah, coming. Yeah, the only reason we're waiting this long is just to like work out the kinks, make sure it's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. <laughs> you have to make sure it like actually works out. Like our idea comes out really nicely, and you know if we have multiple people on, just like manage it no, the but, right way. Yeah, I'm excited. Me and Fredo came up with this idea. We're not gonna say exactly awesome. what it is, but yeah, yeah it's it's definitely gonna be an episode that I know I know you guys love to hear us talk already, but. You yeah. guys should definitely check out for that episode. Yeah, no, we just we want to get a little little bit more heated with it. Just have, I mean, it doesn't have to be like restricted to Nick fans. Uh-huh. And you, I mean, really, it's just it's just just reaching out, you know. Switch it up uh, here and there. But it's about time I mean, we have some controversy on that podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, everything is all, all, all too nice and sweet. Oh, yeah, all fun and games. You gotta spice it up. You gotta have some heated debates on here. Yeah, <laughs> you got, we need it, something for Twitter to talk about the next day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this week, I, I, I don't really have much to say. This honestly might be our shortest episode. Uh, 
I was tweeting on the Strickland tonight, and I guess the only the thing that made the game exciting for me was obviously R.J. Barrett. There's Julius uh-huh. Randle, but then it was it was definitely Emmanuel Quickly that stole the show, bro. He had two four point plays. Oh my god, bro, he's, he's, take, he's taking a ton of threes. I think he dropped like twenty five points tonight. He was going off. Twenty five points, twenty five minutes. He just he just gets bucket instantly. Yeah, he no, just, he, he just he just knows how to score the basket. It's just he's, yeah, he's looking, excited. Look, yes, yeah. it's not even Knicks fans that's tuning in to watch him. It's other fans that he's he's creating a buzz. Like it was literally a topic. IQ was literally a topic at my job right now because there's there's um oh. there's a big there's a big Nets fan. I'm not even sure he's really a Nets fan. He might be a KD fan, but yeah, him and the you know Knicks and Nets go at it. Yeah, and then they was literally talking about Manuel quickly, and it was like he was the topic of discussion for like a good three minutes. And then not yeah. all casual, you know, not all casual fans know about him. There's a few people that was like, "Who's that? Who's that?" But you know, everybody's not gonna know. But he's 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 coming on the map. Yeah, and, and he and and like we said, it's not there's a lot a lot of times that people can handle the pressure of playing for New York, a big market team. Mm-hmm. And he just comes in, and he's not scared. He got his nice little floater, and yeah. he's, he's not scared in the moment. Not, and he's fun to watch. I, I honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm part of I'm part of the um start IQ right now. Well, the thing about that, I mean, obviously starting is nice, but what's like really nice to see, especially in the last three games, is that quickly has been playing more minutes than Peyton throughout yes. the game. Yeah. So that's that's a that's a big thing right there. That's that's a change of pace going on definitely. So hopefully that hopefully he does take the starting position pretty soon because it's not only that quickly is like like we want to see more of quickly playing is that Peyton is extremely detrimental to the rest of the team when he's on the court. Uh-huh. Well, I don't want to like just use him as a, like a complete scapegoat because I I mean I I just don't ride it like that but. He just he does not fit with Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, who are our two best players. Yeah. Julius Randle is basically a, a he he's not a big point guard, but he's like he's a point forward, point center, whatever you want to call him. He he's a big point. And then R.J. Barrett also has like potential to be a point forward. You know he needs to have the ball more in his hands. And Peyton Peyton takes oh, that takes that aspect away from both of them, and he can't shoot. Yeah. So, it's more, for, at least for me, it's more of get Payton out of the starting lineup, away from RJ and Julius Randle if you want to see their peaks, and less of, yeah, just get quickly the job immediately. Would, would you would you mind um, Payton starting if, even though it, IQ gets the most minutes and, and finish closes out the game? Or, I still mind it. It's yeah. just, it's, I just want, I want to see RJ... And Randall, to be honest, away from Peyton as much as they can. Okay. So you just think Manuel quickly just plays better. Plays He's better, better RJ better. better. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Just, I mean, just go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean it's just having that extra shooter out there, one that's gonna like don uh hold the ball less, it's just gonna like do wonders for RJ and Randall for, just for the way they play. They're big playmakers. Yeah, just just to, for some stats, um, Knicks won by twenty one points. Um, right. Peyton 
Peyton was only a plus two. Emmanuel quickly was a plus 19. RJ Barrett was a plus 27. Wow, I did not know that about RJ. He was yeah. bullying them, especially in the second quarter. You just saw he bullied his way to the yeah. to the line. He was scoring on them. He had a few playmaking pe- uh, plays, but really, I they quickly had some of the the most eye popping plays tonight. He uh-huh. had that one step back three that I don't know, he did a, a a move at first and then he hit the step back on him. He had another play. I mean, besides the two four two four point plays, I know. I don't know if this is the third quarter, the fourth quarter. He had this one play, like he was legit toying with the, the defender. Like he faked him out of the three, went inside, and then passed it for an alley oop. I think to to Mitchell. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but it it was those kind of plays that you like looking at this guy and like, okay, maybe he has more to this game than just being a shooter. Yeah. Pretty, but, pretty good. Yeah, I think tonight uh, you mentioned that uh, they were talking about it at your job and like rumbling whatever. But I really think today, people got to start saying Emmanuel quickly is in rookie of the year talks. Mm, He's getting to that point, bro. I don't, I really don't think there's a clear cut. Exactly. Like, first, like, he's winning it. Like, this is, this is weird. It's it's really not, I mean, other than a few, like, you know, LaMelo ball highlights that we see. Obviously, Uh he's not, he's not giving a minute that. Other people think he yeah. deserves. Um, Anthony Edwards, he's, you know, he's he's leading the leading in points, but it's not really leading to wins or yeah, yeah. efficient. And James Wiseman, he's he's good. I like him, but he makes a lot of boneheaded plays. But uh-huh. I do like the way that Draymond Green is mentoring him. But, yeah. But yeah, yeah, like you said, he's he could sneak. He could definitely sneak up in there. He's only he's. I think the leading scorer is only Anthony Edwards. He has like twelve, quickly yeah. not that far behind. Yeah, points. I, I I I can see it happening. Yeah, especially if he's, he starts getting more minutes, and his efficiency is like carrying over to that to those minutes. Like why and not? And it's leading to wins too. Yeah, so, exactly. That's that's pretty good. When when he plays well, like the Knicks have a chance. Yes. I mean today, what? like I think the Knicks were down like. 12 to 3 and then it's those it's that kind of game starting off quickly came in and just I he didn't take over immediately but just the pace of the game changed yes. I especially do that, I, yeah uh no especially if like I, I I forgot it was this one play that someone mentioned that RJ cut into cut inside and the only reason he was able to get the and one was because they had to help off quickly so they were like caught off guard uh-huh. that doesn't happen with Peyton everyone knows Peyton shoots shooting like 26% from three he's not a threat from out there yeah quickly was five for eight tonight yeah but I, I, I do have a tough question for you yeah go ahead the next um yeah so what's what's the future of Frank Nicolino Nick. Oh my god, I never said <laughs> right. Oh my god. Almost, I almost had a Steph Curry moment. <laughs> Nicolina? <laughs> <laughs> almost had a Steph Curry moment. Oh my god. No, that was, was hilarious. Oh I was just saying, Frank, what's 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 next for him? I what do you, what do you I don't see know his what's future? next for him? It's just I don't understand why he's not getting minutes, especially with the way Peyton has been playing in his 
Like sometimes like we're down by a lot of points or we're up by a lot of points and this guy's healthy and he's just not getting played. Wait, I don't I don't see why why not. But on the Knicks, I really don't think he has a, that much of a future on the Knicks. They didn't ex- extend his contract, uh-huh. so he's gonna hit free agency soon, I believe, unless they like match his rights or whatnot. But I it, it seems like Fibs is not a fan. Uh-huh. Which is weird I, because he defensive my coach, but yeah, yeah, he seems he seems like he's locked on to Peyton and quickly's obviously quickly and Rivers I think at least earned their minutes. Um, yeah. Kevin Knox is barely gonna run; he only played eight minutes. Obi Toppin yeah. played twelve, while R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle still getting thirty five plus minutes. I think R.J. Barrett almost hit forty minute marks, so he's. It's tough. I, yeah, I, the Frank the Frank era might be over, man. Yeah, no one's. He might, he might be over. traded by the trade deadline. To be honest. All right, let's say let's say he goes into free agency. What what do you think his market is? What do you think What do you think his contract worth is right now? Um, I think if a team was to overpay for him. I think an overpay would be around the ten million mark. Okay. So I th- really think his market, if he's if he's garnering garnering interest around the league, I think he gets like a six to seven million dollar contract like, okay. uh, uh, per year. But a team that really wants him, that just thinks, yeah, this guy's gonna fit. We want to give him a, a lot of minutes. They can go into the nine ten million mark. Okay. I was I was thinking I was thinking three three year twenty one mil. Around that okay. mark. That's, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. That's why I feel his mark. That's why I feel. I mean, yeah. Uh, some people might think that's too much. Yeah. But, I mean, in the NBA, especially the current NBA, a guy that can defend and play, like, guard multiple positions, he can hit the three. And so. you can either, like, run him as a point guard or just have him completely all fall and he's a smart player. They're, they're going to give him a decent little contract. Look, I'm just saying. Look, look at a guy like Marcus Smart. That's, yeah. That's you know. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't known for shooting at all. Yeah. He was a great defender, and now he's 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 almost above average three point spotter. Yeah. Yeah. On a contender team, very valuable. Yeah. So sometimes it's just you need you need a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. No. How do you feel about the I heard like ten teams just interested in trading for Lonzo Ball right now. Uh, I heard like ten. I I think I, I don't know if I said it to you. I think he fits perfect on the Clippers. On the Clip, the Clippers probably wouldn't be bad at all. Playmaker, I just I, playmaker, yeah. defender. He doesn't need to score on a team like that. Yeah, could hide, could hide, could help hide Lou Will on defense. Uh huh. I don't know. I, I'm I'm still I'm not I'm not like you know Alonzo Ball standway. People still think he's an all star talent, but he's, I, think I don't think he's an all star talent. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I still think he's a big role player on a yeah uh, a winning team. I'm just not sure. Yeah. His confidence just don't. He just doesn't seem confident game to game. One game it looks like he's confident. I think he had a good game tonight. He did. Sure. He had 27 points. He did. See? He had his he had his uh season high tonight. See, like some games he looks so confident. The next game he just like whatever. It's another game. 
yeah. I just don't get that. But but yeah, I see. Maybe he's maybe he's um upping up his trade value. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I mean, confidence is a big thing. But I have kind of like the same feelings for Lonzo as I do Frank in a way. Because mm-hmm. it's like Frank, people get mad at him because he's not like that big of a positive on the team sometimes. But uh-huh. every single night, he's at, well when he's on the court, he's not a negative either. That's why teams are going to be interested in him. Like he fits on 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 different teams. So Lonzo, I think, can do the same thing. Like you. You can put him on that championship level team in the Clippers, and he he'll fit right in and somehow like he he'll fade into the team. Um, yeah, I agree. He does the defense playmaking, and he I mean that night he's hot, confident, and he, it's gonna leak out to the rest of the, the players in the court playmaking. This there's one more. <laughs> this also this is something I think Knicks Knicks fans wants to hear. Yeah. Currently, the Jazz are beating the Mavericks eighty-four to sixty without Donovan that Mitchell. That's crazy. Donovan's still out. And how, how much do you want to know? How much your favorite player KP has? Well, tell me right now. It has <laughs> to be single digits. One for six. Oh, three points minus Lord. twenty-two. Minus twenty two. That's the number worst, right there. Worst, worst on the team currently. And let's I let's. Do. Hopefully this doesn't. <laughs> hopefully this doesn't change when the podcast ends. And yeah, somehow he end up going on. off. But yeah, he's a minus twenty two. Luca's a minus nineteen. So oh wow. Twenty three points five five. But yeah, KP. One I mean, for Luke six. Yeah. Three points. Yeah. And I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of Mavs fans turning on him. As they Slowly. should. Nice and slowly, you guys. You guys called it, bro. I just don't want to. Like, people are asking for like MVP. Luca's gonna happen this season. For you to be an MVP, you have to be like one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. And I, you don't see that with the Mavericks. Luca can. Luca is that caliber level player, but the team's not nice. I don't understand the whole love fest that happened during the off season with the Mavericks. I thought they they got worse. Luca yeah. needs shooters around him. They got rid of Seth Curry. Yeah, as soon not gonna, as soon as Seth Curry left, yeah. I was like, this is not gonna be the same thing. I saw Seth Curry killing in the playoffs against the Clippers. Exactly. And now Seth, I think Seth's shooting what, 50, 40, 90? Or he might be shooting upper forties in three point. He's balling. Seth? He's balling. He's balling. Oh, yeah, bro, he's going off he's, the Sixers. It's he's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically what they wanted J.J. Reddick to be more of. Well, J.J. Reddick's clearly yeah. on the decline. But, yeah. But, yeah, he's, they should have never let him go. It made no sense. They, they traded for Josh Richardson, who's not that bad of a player, but he's more a defensive player, and he takes the ball away from Luka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that that's, shooter, so I don't understand. Yeah. That's literally why they got rid of Dennis Smith Jr. And then they exactly. bring, And then they bring him. I, I, don't, I don't know what there's. But they clearly thought they had to make a different move, and they just didn't make the right move. It, I don't like that those moves at all. They they got rid of Delon Wright, another shooter, and they kept Willie Cauley Stein as a center. I mean, oh, he's terrible. The the where they went for shooters was the draft and Tyrell Terry, who I like Tyrell Terry, but he's still a rookie. He's not gonna be like, he's not gonna salvage a shooting, especially from Seth Curry. 
So I really think they just put Luca in a much worse fit this this season. Like, yeah. I think someone pointed it out early on that this team is more geared for Luca to consistently create his own shot now. And you're not gonna do that every single night. So much pressure. It, 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 it's way too much pressure, especially with his shooting. Luca's not the best shooter there is. Mm-mm. Like he can shoot, but look at his look at how low his numbers are. He's taking hot, like very difficult his, shots. That's what I'm saying. His I think his three point percent is so bad because none of it none of his three point shots is created by others. Exactly, and they just made him like he has to create more now. Yeah, Maz is yeah. I love it though for at least for us because the Knicks have their first. Yeah, round. yeah, yeah. So that's give what. us a lottery pick. I've been watching some college basketball. I like Jalen Johnson if if we're in that range. I like uh I like Corey Kispert. I I love Corey Kispert. His shooting is amazing. Uh, but I no I I I am very happy with what's going on with the Mavericks. I mean we might end up with two lottery picks. I, some people think they have like the Knicks going into the playing tournament. Uh, uh-huh. so be it. I who knows what happens, but the Knicks are clearly in that like teen range right now yeah yeah they can end up being a top 10 pick but whatever i mean two lottery picks would be dope what happens with the mavericks they have not been looking good Uh, especially with the scheduling this season i think it's more of a play in in conference and their conference is pretty pretty legit yeah definitely tough conference um i think grizzlies is getting back jaron jackson jr so oh okay that's so a, that's a good comeback right there. Yeah, so they're gonna be competing. Um are we surprised about the Jazz being first? I did they I think they started off bad, but I'm surprised. Yeah. I didn't think I still don't believe in them, but <laughs> it was a, very surprising. Yeah. yeah. I don't I, I still don't believe in them. Yeah, me either. But I do believe as I was talking talk to you about before, I believe in the seventy sixers now. Let's. I believe. Go. I believe. Why do you believe in them? I want to hear this. No, I believe because I am a big. I'm also a big Ben Simmons fan, and yeah. he's. I think Ben Simmons still. Be, I think Ben Simmons belongs in Defensive Player of the Year convo yeah. every year. Uh-huh. And right now, the Nets are the power horses in the East, and they uh-huh. have no answer for Joel Embiid. No answer whatsoever. And I, I see that Joel Embiid leads the league in free throw attempts, I believe. I'm not, don't quote uh-huh. me. Or at least the most for bigs. And he's just going to eat them alive. They have they have nobody to stop him. Yeah. I, I remember. Like, like, like we said, Seth, oh, Curry, Seth Curry's a great pickup. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I, they just, Tobias Harris is definitely playing way better than he was last year. Uh huh. I just, I just believe. I just. I believe it's either 76ers or the Nets. Yeah. So, I, I don't even care if the Nets pick up Drummond. I'm still terrified of the Sixers if I'm the Nets. Yeah. And beat is... Huh. Well, he, when he wants to play, he plays. And, and he's playing a lot more like that this season. Yeah. He's 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 feasting. Exactly. I love it. I remember like when we were doing our podcast last season, how much I loved the Sixers. But then yeah. Ben Simmons got injured early on. But now they're better than last year. They got more shooting, and Joel Embiid has taken that step. I think they got much better in coaching as well. Yeah. So then, I 
I, I can't leave off my stance that I still think the Sixers can make it to the NBA Finals. And if they do make it there, the, I mean, that's going to be a little scary for the Lakers. They're not going to be able to stop Joel Embiid. But I, I'm, probably going, I'm going too far ahead of myself right there. <laughs> but for the Nets, I mean, they, they could beat the Nets in my opinion. They have the depth and they have the answer right there in Joel Embiid. They're not going to be able to stop that guy. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll see. I, I mean, I just saw the Nets put out 147 without KD, so that's pretty yeah. <laughs> scary right there. Hey, just in regulation, not even <laughs> without KD. Come on, so. that's insane. They gave up 125 though, but yeah, the the, the goal is to score more than the opponents, and they exactly. <laughs> so I think, All right, I think that's pretty much it. That's yeah, that's all my topics. I've I was pretty empty this season, uh, this week. Yeah, not 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 much to talk about. Yeah, know. we still got we still got to do this for y'all. <laughs> exactly, it's consistency with us, really. We always we always look forward to this. We want to yeah. we want to do it every week for yeah. this season. Like yeah, exactly. Said, we we have something big coming up the end of next month. So yeah. We'll just keep working on that. I mean, clearly, for the people that have been listening to us from the first episode, I, I honestly think we've gotten much better at this. It's, it's, it's nice talking basketball with you. I'm not going to lie, man. It's fun, bro. It's fun. I mean, we're, we're both on Twitter, especially. Like, we have a lot of the same people we follow. We see a lot of the same stats. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, bringing it to the table and just discussing it. So it's like, no, it's, it is fun. Yeah. And look, looking forward to bringing in more guests. Yeah, exactly. Some new guests. Some old guests. Yeah. No, we have some... I mean, Jazz from last week. Yeah, Jazz, Jazz was Whoop. so great. I loved that episode last week. I know. That was a great episode. We'll keep bringing her back on. I know uh, some she, of the guests... She's great. From, she's great. Yeah, yeah she, she's awesome. Some of our guests from last last year's episodes, they, they want to come back, especially the... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys find out there, but we'll definitely bring up some guests th- this season. All right. I guess that's pretty much it. All right. You want to end the episode this week? Say it again? You want to end the episode this week? Oh, yeah. All right. Um, thanks for tuning in again, guys. Um, it's a pleasure doing this. Like I said, I love I love talking basketball with Fredo. Um, glad this is our is a second or third episode season two third. This is the third episode. Yeah. Yes, third episode season two. Looking forward to bringing you more content. Um, like you said, like Fredo and me said, we're looking into trying new things, trying to spice some things up, trying to add some more controversies on our debate. So look forward for that, and um, see you guys next week. <laughs>